Hey everybody, welcome to Black and White Reviews. I'm Lee. And I'm Chuck. And today we are going to do another throw. I'm going to call this a childhood throwback. I think it's a childhood throwback for me. Yeah. Is it, is it for you? Yeah. Okay, this is from my childhood, so I guess it is. We're going to go back to that. It's not a, not a cartoon, it's not a family movie per se. Def actually, definitely not a family movie. Now that I watch it again, I'm like, wow, I would definitely not watch this with my family. So, um. Not my kids, at no. least. Yeah. We're going to talk about Encino Man, back from 1992. Um, so, what do we know about Encino Man besides it was 92? Well, um, this was Pauly Shore's first movie. First time we started seeing him in movies. Um, and it was interesting. I mean, Pauly Shore was known as an MTV character, I guess. And broke into the movies here. And it was directed by Les Mayfield. I don't know much about Les Mayfield. Um, seems like an interesting character. He's he's done some other movies. Like I guess he directed Flubber and Blue Streak, The Man. Flubber. Yeah, Flubber. Um, <laughs> um, so one one thing I think is interesting about this is he they they use the use of sound effects in this movie. Did you notice that there was there was a lot of sound effects that were being used um, through different different things would happen. Look with the weasel there's, stuff. A, there's the weasel, yeah, you know, sounds and stuff like that that were going on, and but they would use sound effects that were not, you know, real, just to kind of add to it, um, you know, punches in the face, um, you know, hits in the face with the rake. They they went all cartoony, but they, they did it subtle, where you're like, okay, this is kind of a goofy movie. I see where they're going, but it, it wasn't, it wasn't super over the top. But they were there because you're watching a movie, right? So they did that, um. So, how many times have you seen this movie, Chuck? Oh, in the last twenty years, once. Um, that, oh, really? This past weekend. Before that. Oh man. Dozens of times. Oh my, really? Yeah. Oh, I've definitely watched it at least five times in the past twenty. Oh. Um, uh, four or five times, yeah. No. Okay. I it when I was a kid loved this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, just looking it up, it was actually Brendan Fraser's first like. Big starring role. Big role. He was in, um, was it School Ties or something like that that came out before My that? Old School. Uh, or something else. Um, Child of Darkness. Yeah. Dogfight. Mm -hmm. And Guilty Until Proven Innocent were the first four that he did prior to Encino Man. Okay. School Ties was directly after this. Directly after. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, uh, that was a bunch of, like... Uh, prep school kids or something. Yeah, I saw some of that. I'm like, yeah, this is not funny, so I don't care. Um, but I moved on. Um, well, the movies. The movie stars Sean Astin, Brendan Fraser, Polly Shore, Megan Ward. Um, even got Robin Tooney in there. Um, it's it's got a pretty decent cast for back then. Um, and you see, Michael DeLuise, um We were talking earlier. He um, he was the, one of the camera guys from Wayne's World. And you, you wouldn't, unless you, you know, really loved both of these movies, you would not catch that because in the right. other movie he was like long hair, leather vest, you know, he was basically like a stony type character in that movie. So you wouldn't compare the two. He was, he was very much like a jock preppy type guy in this and, you know, very different. So, um, Richard, uh, Mazur, Masser, uh, I've seen him in a few other things. I think he, I think he was, he was like a. He was oh, the I, principal in Goofy movie. No, no, I thought that too, and I read this. <laughs> and I mean, I'm like, wait, it's Richard Mazur. <laughs> principal Mazur. 
How about science slumber parties? <laughs> yeah. The another electric good, chair. Another okay. good Polly Shore movie. Yeah, exactly. Um, it was funny. The way Polly Shore was dressed in this movie and the way he looked, watching it again, and I hate to say this. <laughs> do you hate to say it? I do. But he reminded me of a younger, hipper version of Gene Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> what? The hair... The way he acts, everything. Like, he's... Gene Simmons? Am I thinking Gene... Not Gene Simmons. Um, oh, okay. Um, Richard, Richard Simmons. Richard Simmons. Okay. Not Gene Simmons. Like, Gene Cross Simmons? Cross that one out. I'm Big sorry. Time. I'm like... I'm tired right now. I'd love to agree with you, Chuck, but I don't. Gene Simmons. <laughs> I disagree with that, too. What's funny about it is I actually I was watching... Um, the very beginning of the, the Lick It Up video came up today, and that's when they first um, showed themselves without makeup. That was their first video that was like the big like single that came out on that album when they were unmasked. And I'm watching it going like, wow, I can't believe Nothing this was acceptable. But then again, if you watch a rap video today, you go, okay, never mind. Nothing is, accept- yeah, right. nothing, nothing is acceptable. I mean, the stuff that's been coming out today and is allowed to be a real thing it just blows my mind. But hey, back then it was bad too. It's just that we accepted it right. because... Whatever. We so, accepted it. So, yeah, aside from the short shorts and the fact that Richard Simmons likes men. Um, <laughs> if you said Richard Pryor, I'd Richard, be... <laughs> <laughs> the fact that... No, that, that wouldn't work either. I know. <laughs> but Richard Simmons, he the, like the he, he wears that fishnet shirt, the bandanas, just the way his hair was. It was... Come on, ride it like a pony, like a pony. <laughs> I, I just imagine. Do you remember in Nutty Professor when when Eddie Murphy was pretending to be Richard Simmons? I didn't know that when I was a kid, and I'm watching him like, oh, just Richard Simmons, you know, like whatever. No, the fact that Eddie Murphy was pretending to be Richard Simmons is the funniest thing I could even think of. Anyway, I think Eddie Murphy's laugh. <laughs> oh yeah, it's, just, it's, <laughs> it's one of the best. It's basically out Ricky there. Ricky Ricardo. <laughs> <laughs> so oh this movie i watched it again though uh, i was laughing so much i forgot how funny this movie was the four different food groups the meat group, meat group. <laughs> no so this movie I hate to say it, it shaped a lot of, of my personality because I grew up with this. I remember yeah. the first time I got this movie was at a uh, discount store. And I, I've seen the movie before and I really remember liking it and wanting it. And I got it the same day. I got Beetlejuice <clears throat> and Encino Man on VHS at this discount store. And I was so excited that I got it. Um, now, I really... if you said Encino Man three times in the mirror, would he come out? Um, wait a second. You had to say it three times in a mirror for Beetlejuice. Oh, just say to it three out. times. So I just said Beetlejuice. That's the third time. In a row. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Beetle drink, Beetle breakfast, <laughs> Beetle. <laughs> Beetle lunch. Uh, anyway, no. No and no. So. And no. <laughs> so those movies were like, when I, when I got them, it's when, it's when I really started building up a, a movie collection. Um,. I think I had maybe Young Einstein, Back to the Future, or like the Back to the Future trilogy. Um, Did you say Young Einstein? Yes. Have you not seen Young Einstein? I personally have not seen Young. I don't think I have. Okay, Young Frankenstein. People know yes. that's Mel Brooks. You know, black and white. You know, satire. It makes fun of it all. It's it's 
it's a very funny movie. Young Einstein is a, a movie, um, for those of you who haven't heard about it, uh, Yahoo Serious is an Australian actor slash comedian who put out maybe like three movies um, in the late 80s, early 90s, and one of them was called Young Einstein. And the whole thing is a total farce, um, just basically saying, here's what Einstein was like when he was younger. Um, but they, but they also mixed in like 50 other scientists into the situation as if Einstein was the one who created all this stuff. And the whole point was that he found a way to put bubbles into beer. But the problem is in order to do that, you had to split the atom of a beer. But if you're splitting an atom, you're creating an atomic bomb. So, enough. <laughs> so he uses the power of rock and roll to defuse it. Then he also invents rock and roll. <laughs> Um, well, I have to watch this movie now. I think that is going to be a dry run for you. We're going to do it. Let's do at it at some point. Let's do it. So, Young Einstein. Um, oh, put on yeah. The list. So, everybody, uh, take a take a watch. Find Young Einstein and watch it. It's one of my all time favorite movies. I, I I like things with like you know crackpot scientists doing stuff like Back to the Future and Young Einstein were always my favorites as a kid. Yeah. So we do we do need to figure out a movie too. And if those listening, if you guys can figure out a movie that you just hate, that you want us to just rip apart for an hour or so. I already said, like, a few days ago, or whatever, Going Overboard with Adam Sandler is the worst thing I've ever watched in my entire life. That or Spanglish. I was saying Spanglish. I'm not a fan of Spanglish. Whatever. There's a few other really bad movies out there, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like Jaws 3D. <laughs> When the shark just slowly hits the glass, doesn't even stop, just keeps on going. The one where they're in Florida, right? <laughs> Was it Florida? I think they're. What's, they're the, at, what's the one where where, where Jaws amused... goes around the Earth to like follow a family around because he wants revenge? Because yeah, sharks think that way. That's, I think that's Jaws. Is that four? Two. What's it two? Where, <laughs> yeah, the Jaws... revenge. You're right. Yeah, where his the the <laughs> the child of the original Jaws goes after. Ah. The... Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Jaws you know 3 what? is where they're actually in Florida, and he comes up and attacks them in the aquarium, which is dumb. <laughs> but the cool part about the original Jaws was it was all based off of real shark attacks in the original Jaws movies. Uh-huh. All yes. compiled into one movie. Hmm. Narragansett. Yeah. Yep. So, you know what we haven't done this Encino entire time? Man. <laughs> Talked about Encino Man. So... <laughs> Let's just say Encino Man was the the um, it was the beginning of the Poly Shore movies. Now and close to the end of them too. Well, he really didn't do a lot. He did. So I mean, when I think about Poly Shore, I, I think of Son in Law, which was the one after this one. Yep. Um, I also think of um, In the Army Now, which was the one after that one. Um, then there was Jury Duty, not not very well known. It's him and Tia Carrera uh, okay. for, from uh, Wayne's World, who's uh, Cassandra. She's in it. Um, and Stanley Tucci was the bad guy, which we know him from, I mean, so many different things. Um, it, it's funny. Stanley Tucci has, it, he's funny to me because he's actually a great actor, but in a lot of the stuff that I know him from, he's always like a, like a supporting, like not even a supporting actor, but like just like a side guy. Like a like a Gary Oldman type. No, not even. Like Gary Oldman has had his day, his day, but no, Gary Oldman's that. But no, Stanley Tucci. I remember him as being, he was like a henchman in Beethoven. 
if it wasn't it, something was a dog it was not beethoven it might have been turner and hooch i don't know it was one of those where he's just like this you know ow he's, i'm getting attacked by a dog it must have been Rough. beethoven like a hugh laurie type of deal I guess so, because Hugh Laurie was in 101 Dalmatians and then, you know, right. House. But, but, but Stanley uh, Tucci... Aside from House, though, like, he did um, Flight of the Phoenix. He was mm -hmm. always that side guy. Yeah. Um, and he did an episode in Friends real mm -hmm. quick. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, aside from House, he's never been one of... Like, he was in <laughs> Stuart Little. Yeah, well, that's... Yeah. So, I mean, he's been in so many different things, but... Aside from House, he has never been the main character. He's always been like this side right. role. Right. I mean, some people really shine when they're in a show or on stage, you know, live or whatever, compared to when they're they're um, in a movie or something. But um, yeah, so I, I really I can compare a lot of these things here and say, you know, like obviously Biodome that was later on, like that. So there, there's Polly Shore with hair and Polly Shore without hair um, in the army now is like the last one where he had hair for a short time and then he cut it off like right in the beginning right um which i think he was wearing a wig in the beginning anyway but it's it's funny because the characters the names always change but they were always ridiculous like stony crawl um what the heck was his name in, in, in the army now i, I don't, don't remember. remember bones but yeah he's always the same character he's always the same character he doesn't he the way he talks the way he acts the way does not change from movie to movie. Right, and I think that's what's cool about it. I mean, so um, I was reading some really bad reviews about this movie earlier today, and um, even some of the better reviews were just referring to Polly Shore as a, as a one-trick pony. Yeah. He totally is. But the thing is, you have to appreciate what he's doing and recognize, you know what? What he's doing isn't ridiculous. It's not—I mean, it's ridiculous, but it's not horrible. Right. It's, it's entertaining. You know, it's it's very unique. It's him. It's Polly Shore. Um, there was somebody who was actually asked to be, um, if not a bridesmaid, maybe the maid of honor. I don't know. I, I th it was um, asked to be in our wedding, and they had tickets to go see Polly Shore, and they backed out of our wedding because they said they needed it for their soul. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait. <laughs> they needed. A two-hour stand-up comedy of Polly Shore for their soul? Yes. Over your wedding? I've been praying for her. <laughs> I would have gone, too. <laughs> yeah, of No, course. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, you weren't at my wedding, Chuck. Where were you? I, didn't I was at that. yours. Yeah. I, I was in it. I know. I showed up. I know. I paid money for a tuxedo that I already rented the week before for another person's wedding and didn't realize you had the exact same tuxedo. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, so Encino Man. Encino Man starts off with... an earthquake. No. No, no, with a cave couple. With a cave couple. All right? Betty. So they're hanging out. He's going through... They don't say what year ever in this entire movie. There's no explanation of where they are, what year. <laughs> yeah. Ever. Even from here, then till here. present, quote-unquote yeah. present. It's yeah. just... I think because it was just done in 92, so they're expecting to believe that it's... 92. 92. Yeah. Well... Well, they do that so they don't have to tie it to, you know, tie it down. But, you know, you see the hairstyles and stuff. You're like, this is not present. Well, today, <laughs> it's basically no. like watching Stranger Things at this point. <laughs> yeah. But um, so the, the cave couple's there. He comes over, checks out his girl or whatever, and there's an earthquake. He freaks out. And then you see it basically cut to present day where Sean Astin wakes up yelling because he's also in an earthquake because he lives in California. 
Encino. I would not live in California. It's like... Tornado well, Row? Yeah, that's exactly Tornado what I was thinking Alley. about. Like, what was yeah. that? Um, George Carlin was like, you live in Tornado Alley. A tornado came through. Yeah, you live in Tornado Alley. Like, what are you expecting? It's like living like, in Florida and not having hurricanes. Wait a minute. You're going to have hurricanes. Yeah, but that's the whole point. It's like, there are certain places you shouldn't live. It's like, if you don't like snow, don't live in New England. Yeah, well, I mean, the insurance company is... Hmm. Pretty penny. Yep. I love, though, I love how... In so many movies, when the when the main character wakes up, there's either, like there's like this big dog or something like that in his bed, and in this case, it's just this old icy falls <laughs> it over. Falls, falls? No, it fell from like above him. Like where did that come from? Probably off his dresser or something like that, and it's just all over his bed. And he just picks up and looks at it, and then starts drinking it. Yeah, it's like it's like yeah. Uh... Okay. That reminds me of my college days. Where it's like, hey, it's couch pizza, you know. And it's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> what I want to so, get is. So much happens in this movie. Either he is wicked smart as a senior in college or his parents through this entire movie are extremely dumb. And you say that why? Because everything that happened, their house gets destroyed. He's digging a giant hole <laughs> in their backyard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's melting somebody in this in in his garage, basically thawing, thawing. thawing. Sorry, <laughs> he might have thought he melted, but he did not. But all this stuff is happening, and his parents are like, "Oh, oh, okay, okay, no big deal." <laughs> well, they're California bimbo dummies, whatever. Airheads. I get it. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, you realize that he's in the, he's in the, he's outside. He wakes up, he gets out, and starts digging a pool. And then we get Stoney introduced, who's basically getting kicked out of the house because he basically stole um, Dave, Sean Astin's character's mom's bagel. He's like, yeah, I think she's mad because I snagged her last bagel. And it's it's so funny because I didn't know Polly Shore before this because I was a kid. I didn't watch MTV. I didn't have MTV as a kid. Right. I, had, I saw this movie, and I knew it. So learning the vocabulary of Polly Shore was a real treat. Oh, in this movie. Yeah. And there's a few things I, I, I had to just like really like rewind a few times. I'm like, what did he say? That is, I get it, but wow. All right, cool. Let's get this. So steals the bagel. And then, so he's out there. He's like, we got to make this pool. We got to get, we got to dig this out. We're going to be so cool. His sister comes out. It's basically like, yeah, you're a loser. Nobody likes you. You're not going to the prom because you're a geek and whatever. No one's going to swim here. And so Stoney basically just like kind of reiterates that, but like from a friend zone, he's like, we're not going to go anywhere. We're losers, you know. <laughs> but the whole point is that Dave wants to graduate a legend. He wants to be known for something big. Right. And, and Stoney even says like, well, you know, just, you know, go up there and, you know, just like jump off the jump off the roof and, and splatter on the street and go for the cover. <laughs> you know, like. What a okay. He's just like, yeah. You want to be an idiot like that, then be an idiot. The funny part about all this too is Sean Astin, Dave, play, uh, as he plays Dave, yeah, tries to actually talk like him throughout the movie. He he does a few like, times a few because times, they're friends. Because they're friends. Yeah. And he's trying to talk in his lingo, mm -hmm. and it just doesn't sound right. It 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 does mm -hmm. when he's trying to convince Stony to do something. He does it because he tries to speak his language just right. to get him to understand something, which 
I mean, I was watching something earlier today um, to be prepared for another um, review we're going to do. Not you and I, but Will and I. Um, and it was so funny because they spent this whole the dialogue was actually really good where they're these guys are playing poker and they're talking about stuff and they're going back and forth. And he's just like, hey, you know what? What are you doing with your girlfriend tonight? Going home, making a fish fillet and drinking some Coke? No, listen, you need to get in this game, you know, make some money so you can take her out to a nice restaurant with tablecloths and this and that. And he goes, OK, I'm in. And he goes to this whole thing, like talks it all up. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Do oh, you know what movie I'm talking about? 100%. Oh, wow. Really? You remember that? Did you watch it recently? Okay. I mean, yeah. I didn't watch it recently, but I know the movie very, oh, very, very well. I'm surprised you do, because no one knows that movie. Well, when you, anyway. when you work for a cop, a copy place, I mean, you have to work. You have to do something. Well, good for you. But the whole point is that he's going through it, and <laughs> it's just funny to me because at the, he talks them all up, and he goes, do this, take her out, give her a, show her what a real man does. He's like, okay, he puts all his money in, he loses all the money. And he's like, dude, what the heck? And he's like, well, it looks like it's, you're back at your mom's house making fish fillets and coke tonight. But the whole point is like he sat there and sold it to him. Right. Now, you, <clears throat> having worked in sales for years, you know how to push those buttons. You learn how to earn the right to sell to people, understand where they're coming from find their their things you know and say okay how can i make this make sense for what i can provide right. for them and dave does that with stony throughout the entire movie he does um now the character dave here almost reminds me of jason bateman's character in arrested development as really? uh, yeah because have you watched that show off and on okay so it reminds me of that because it's like you you kind of understand where he's coming from but right. you realize but he's being a jerk about it well, again, Jason Bateman, he's one of those... Well, he's always a jerk. He, he yeah. plays one role Yep. in every movie he's in. For the most so part. Whether it's Arrested Development, whether it's Couples Retreat... Whether... But not Teen Wolf 2. <laughs> whether... Where's the one that he has his identity stolen? Identity theft? Identity theft. He's a, he's a jerk in that movie. <laughs> I mean, everything. The one with uh, bad words. Do you see that? But he was, like, really bad in that. I didn't see that one. Bad words. He was trying to teach a kid how to spell in the spelling bee or something. He was, like, a little <laughs> Indian kid. Like, literally from India. Anyway. He's the main... He's the fox in Zootopia. He was great in he that. He was good in that he movie. He was so good. That movie was actually really good. Anyway. <laughs> Let's get rocked. So, I'm going to say right here, right off this point, right after this point, I'm going, "Wow, you know what? This movie is basically an MTV movie. It's it's um it's going to have a great soundtrack." And it does. The, the soundtrack in this movie is pretty awesome. Um so right off the bat, Def Leppard, "Let's Get Rocked." You know, it's get ready as they're coming in. And there's a song that I used to always sing, and it still comes out now and again if I'm just, like, riding somewhere. I'm the stony, crusty dude, and I got a mop on top. Do you know that? Like, as he's just he's just riding around on his little moped, you know? It's like tie-dyed moped. Yep. And he's just got his his thing about him. It's 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 Polly Shore. It's yep. Polly Shore with lines, like scripted lines. Um, I actually just watched an interview of him. I would love to be the person writing his lines. Yeah. I mean, he probably wrote a lot of them, but he probably had, had a lot to say about them because it's just like the way that he, he did it. But I watched an interview today of Polly Shore with a four-year-old Bruno Mars. Yeah. So check that out if you haven't seen it. And it's Bruno Mars was, was like, they said he's like, he's the youngest Elvis impersonator. 
Uh, and he's up that. there doing like Elvis moves and stuff like that in the lip, and he starts doing Michael Jackson stuff. And I was like, that's pretty cool to, to go back and see that. Like Bruno Mars at four years old, and he's like Bruno Mars now, but hanging out with Polly Shore, you know? So it's like two icons from different times. Pretty cool. I mean, as, as far as entertainment icons go. Um, I love how he's driving down the, down the sidewalk and he's forcing people out of the way. Yeah. He's well, he, not the side, he's like through the entryway to get into the school. Yeah, and then he drives over the flower bed. <laughs> and he even says that, driving over the flower bed or something yep. along those lines. Yep. Over the ferns or something. <laughs> then he goes over there and, just, and the whole thing is like, we know that Dave has this thing for this girl named Robin. Robin Sweeney. Yeah. Um, that's uh, Megan Ward's character. And he's like, hey, Robin. Oh! You know, to get her attention, she looks over there, and then you see that she's basically dating this guy called Matt, named Matt Wilson, um, the character we were talking about from uh, from the other movie there, Wayne's World. Um, so, anyway. I was trying to place her in something, and she's oh. not... Oh, she's in a bunch. She's in a bunch of other stuff. She's in PCU. Remember PCU? Yeah. PCU is a good movie. Yeah. She was the one who who had the you know who the the freshman the main character tiny character had like a thing for they kind of had a thing going on. Um, she was in a couple of other things that I remember. I mean, she's not she's not a, she's not a huge. She's star. not huge. No, um, she's been but she's been in a few things that that have stuck out to me. Um, she was also in um, Freaked. That was that movie I was thinking about. Freaked has Keanu Reeves, Alex Winter, so both Bill and Ted. Um, also, um, uh, William Sadler who played Death. So we got three three characters there from Bill and Ted um, that are all in this movie. And Randy Quaid. Randy Quaid. Yeah, Randy Quaid, not oh. Dennis Quaid. Randy Quaid. <laughs> yeah, Randy Quaid from Independence Day. Yeah. All right, you will. Yeah, him. Um, I'm she back. was. She was also. Um, she was also in Joe's apartment. Yeah, she's been in a bunch of different things. Smaller, but she, smaller. Very small roles, yes. This is probably uh, one of her bigger roles. Th- this is definitely her biggest role, I think. Um, because Joe's apartment had the other girl who was, who was the main character in it, not her. Uh, she was just a side character in it. However, um, she's there, we're here, and she's dating Matt Wilson. Um, so... They're, they're basically saying Matt Wilson's a jerk. You know, why is she with him? Well, he's, he's like, look at look at he's got this chiseled beak. He's this and that. You know, this is how he walks. And Stoney starts like doing this ridiculous walk, like trying to walk like well, a cool guy. And Sean Astin's walking or Dave is walking right behind him trying to do it, too. Like, oh, yeah, I got to figure this out. Like, how does he walk? Well, the funny thing is, too, is you hear Pauly Shore go, he's got 18 inch buys. I got four inch. Minor four inch. <laughs> <laughs> Minor four. I'm like, wait a second. How is that even possible? How is yours four? <laughs> four inches around. That's like. <laughs> so, um, anyway, um, <laughs> yeah. So we're looking at this. They get into their classroom, right? We got, um. Uh, the the dude from all I think is uh, the Burbs. I mean, he's been in a few other things too, but I think of the Burbs. Um, wait, I feel like this movie, because him and um, 
Dave's father, were both in Groundhog's Day as well. Okay. Um, but yeah, you remember the Burbs, right? Yeah. With Tom Hanks and um, who's the wife? Is it is it Carrie Fisher? No, that's uh, that's the other one, the man with one red shoe, I think. Anyway, um, yeah, so there he's there talking about Crow Magnon Man, and Dave leaves over, ra- waves over to Robin, and Matt, Matt Wilson just kind of leans his head in to like cut into it and just shakes his head, no, like do not look at my girl. Okay, that's shot down. We're done. Um, teacher's talking about Crow Magnon Man, and you get this character Ella played by. Um, Robin Tooney, who's um, she's like, oh, I, th- he's he's dope. I'd go out with them. He's like, yeah, well, they're pretty they're pretty rough. They would take anything that they wanted, including the women. That's barbaric, you know. So she's just like, you know, the the cliche airhead, just like whatever. I'm all about like whatever, cool, right? And you know, so anyway, gets out of school, goes back to digging, you know, and as they're digging. Um, he finds this stone that's quite smooth, and he's like, "Oh, dude, this is pretty cold." And he goes, "Yeah, it's it's chilling, man." He's like, it's, "I'm not saying like chilling, chilling, but dude, this is chilling." So he's like, "I think it's a Mysterian bowl." He's like, "A Mysterian bowl?" He's like, "No way, give it to me." He's like, "Yeah, yeah." What's a Mysterian? What's a Mysterian bowl? bowl? He's like, "It's." And he explains, "He's like, it's it's from the Mysterian era. It's basically caveman stuff." And he's like, "Don't you ever watch Jeopardy?" <laughs> Another earthquake comes, the bowl goes flying, he jumps off, you know, does this amazing, ridiculous Rudy jump, catches the bowl off, off of the off wheelbarrow. the wheelbarrow, lands on a glacier that just happens to come out with this earthquake. So interesting thing, they're working the California earthquakes into it. Okay, I'll buy that. You know, again, anybody who takes this movie and says, this is not scientifically possible and it makes no sense, go back to your mom's basement and eat your meatloaf. You know, uh, this movie is for fun, okay? There's nothing else but fun in this movie. Mm -hmm. it's, It's just meant to be fun. But the cool thing is, though, is while they're doing fun... They picked out a lot of real life things that happened. Right. Um, aside from a caveman coming out of the ground due to an earthquake. Oh yeah. Um, but there were so many funny things in this that are just like yeah, because if you look at it, like when they're in the convenience store, so many real life funny things that happened in that that you're like, I remember that. Like cooking up, like heating up the burritos. When we get to that part, you can still do that. Yeah, you know it's hot on the outside and icy cold on the inside. That's still a thing. Still a thing. Well, yeah. That's like saying, "Look, they were driving a car." I still do that. Wow. I don't eat them anymore, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> you don't drive a car. You don't eat cars. <laughs> no, I don't eat those burritos anymore. <laughs> well, I used to live on them. Yeah. Oh. They're kind of small. I used to eat two or three at a time. Hmm. I wasn't so small then. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I know, because I have half your old clothes. <laughs> that big Burger King shirt. Anyway. It's not a Burger King shirt. It wasn't? Read yeah. it again. I, it's gone. Oh. It didn't fit me. Anyway, what was it? Like a Jesus is King shirt or something? No, but it was, it, was, it, was a, it was BK, but it wasn't Burger King. 
I forget what it said. But All right. I knew I know it wasn't Burger King though. So the line we get here, Dave just goes, Stone, there's a guy buried in my pool. What? He comes over there and they both go, ah, and freak out. And the first thing they do is run over there and basically try to tell Dave's mom, who's on a work call. And they're going, mom, mom. And in unison, the window. there's a guy buried in our pool. Like, totally unison. And it's, that's exactly how I would do this if I was directing this movie. Yeah. Like, it was, it was perfect. It's, it's two, two kids, because they're kids, they're high school kids, you know, dealing with this. And it was like, okay, they go back over there. Okay, let's let's. Well, no, she it. drops the shades. The funny thing is, she drops the shades while on the phone, and yeah. it silences them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> out of sight, out of ears. Like they stop talking. Either that, or it's just magic blinds that make them so you can't hear them. Well, they ran away. They moved on. Pardon my cracker. So again, they build this. Pulley contraction contraption system. Again, I don't remember talking about that before. What but I was saying before is the parents they do all of these things in in his in his house. He has he digs this hole in his backyard. They make up, and their parents just either don't get it or they don't understand or they're just you call them California bimbos airheads airheads. Yeah. So they're building this giant contraption in their backyard to get them out. And the parents don't know and they don't care. It's just a pulley system using leverage. It made sense. Yeah, but they used, like, copper piping. <laughs> they built this entire... <laughs> they might have had that. Do you really think that... Mind you, Polly Shore being one half of the equation... Didn't live in that house. Okay. Polly Shore being half... You and Polly Shore. Polly Shore is half the equation. You guys are 17 years old. Maybe 16. Maybe 17. Mm-hmm. With Polly Shore as half the equation, could have devised a contraption that was able to dig up what could only be a few hundred pounds of ice. Because you have to think that the guy inside of it probably weighs around 160 to 200 pounds plus the nine inches of ice surrounding him. The device was not used to dig it up. It was just used to pick it up. Right. And when they Using pick... a vehicle. Right. But they devised this entire, dev- this entire device to pick it up. Now, mind a you, when they system. picked it up, there was absolutely no dirt, no sand, no nothing yeah. <laughs> on it. It was clean. Well, because they... Dug it up first. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So. Okay. Now, before yeah. that, they're sitting down. He's like, dude, like, this is like, it could be like Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah. Or Jimmy Mahoney. And he looks at me. He's like, like, looking at him like, who's Jimmy Mahoney? He's like, a kid I knew in Cub Scouts. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I know a Mahoney, and I, I've been in the Cub Scouts, so to me, that was a double whammy, and I laughed my butt off. But... The whole point is like they're going into this whole thing about caveman, and we're saying like it's a caveman. This mean could be mean fame. It could be money, you know. And that's where he start. He's like, you know, he's like, oh, I'm already, I'm already famous, you know. Like I don't need money or whatever. He's like, okay, dude, couldn't you use a new scooter, some new bell bottoms, a little fun, 
bitch. <laughs> you know, and that's where he's just like using it to, to kind of like coax him into it. He's like, you know, hang out, sit back, find yourself an older woman. You can hang out with her, watch all the Jeopardy you could handle. That's that. That was it right there. He knew it. He's like, everybody's got the price, you know, hanging out and just watching Jeopardy all day. Okay. That's when I started laughing because the soundtrack was great because we went from Def Leppard already this far into the movie, which, I mean, I know we've been talking about this for a long time now, but we're really only like seven minutes into the movie, right? And already we've had Def Leppard, Edgar Winters Group, and Queen. You might not have picked it up, and when, when Stoney's over there, like, listening to his music, he's listening to Frankenstein by Edward, Edgar Winters Group, and right here, they're playing the intro uh, to, to a Queen song, and I'm like, oh my god, like, that's why I know this song so well, but you don't hear, um, uh, what's it, Keep Yourself Alive? Keep Yourself Alive, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, you don't hear the, the lyrics, that's why I never heard the whole song. I just knew this before I heard the Queen song. I'm like, okay. So the whole point is they're going to thaw them out, and they're taking pictures, and Dave goes on this whole kick about, like, tell nobody about this. Nobody should know about this. You know, we got to keep it to ourselves. Immediately. Cut scene to go to school. Immediately beelines for Robin to tell her what's going on. Not even a joke. It's like next scene. Yeah. Immediately <laughs> afterwards, that's what he does. And she just like, Dave, oh. yeah, that's great. I, I just don't think I'm ready to handle a, a, a caveman. Goodbye, David. And she leaves, and she says, ah. Oh. I love it when she calls me David. And as soon as he says that, Matt comes over. Hello, David. <laughs> and then uh, it was perfect. This is the where his him and his two friends start. Uh, they start basically picking on him, and um, obviously it's in the middle of what do we want to call it? Either they're skipping class or they're in between classes or something. But class is about to end. Um, the bell is about to ring, and Matt and his two friends, and I don't understand how they made this happen, but they somehow staple him to this poster board or this pegboard in the middle of the of the hallway, and just by the sleeves of his shirt, staples him up there for everyone to see. And then moments later, the bell rings and everyone <laughs> comes out and he's just like... Uh, he, he's stapled up there like on this poster for the prom king and queen. So he's stapled up there as the prom king and, they, and he writes, eat me on his head. Um, and he's like, he's like, what are you doing? Don't say that. What are you writing? And, and <laughs> they changed what he was writing. He was writing something else. And in the final cut, they changed what it said. Oh, really? Yeah, I think the word started with an F. I think it was three letters. You mean four letters? No, three. So, um, I think they changed it. Because I feel like that might have been something I've already seen or whatever, but they changed it. Um, but the whole point is they get into there, he staples them up, and he, and he says this whole thing. <laughs> he basically says that Robin... <laughs> Robin doesn't care about him. Like, she, she wants nothing. She wouldn't help you if you were, like, dying. Like, you know, he goes through this whole thing about that. And then he's like, no, she would. She totally would. He's like, no, she doesn't care about you. Get out of the way. Leave me alone. Leave her alone. Get out of here. Right seat me on his head. Staples him up. Walks away. And that's the end of it. Everybody laughs at him. I and want he how moves staples on. hold you up 
like that. He's a little guy. I don't care. He's a little Rudy. I want him to have staples, like eight staples held him up. You know, I believe you're pronouncing staples incorrectly. <laughs> you're right, staples. <laughs> Whatever, your daughter doesn't listen to this podcast anyway. <laughs> Neither of them do. <laughs> your she, older one asks about it. She, but she caught, has, she caught on because I that was pretty that was a, a funny story too because I was like, she goes, "Can we go to Staples?" I'm like, "It's not Staples, it's Staples." And she's like, "We talking about Dad? It's Staples." I'm like, "No, okay, it's Staples." I go, "Do you eat apples or apples?" She goes, "Well, I eat apples." I said, "Right, so it's a staple." She goes, but there's two P's in apple. There's only one P in staples. I'm like, yeah, but it's still pronounced staples. And then I got you to say it to her. And she's like, okay, I believe you now. I know. It was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, oh, what are you doing later? I got to go make some copies over at staples. And she immediately caught on and went, okay, dad, I believe you now. (laughs) The You're thing, welcome. The things you can make your kids believe. <laughs> oh, it's so fun. Anyway, it's still it, it's it's it it's scientifically impossible to staple someone to the wall like that. Well, it's scientifically impossible for a caveman to thaw himself out. He didn't thaw himself out. He thawed out and came back to life. But he didn't thaw himself out, though. They set it up to thaw him out. Uh-huh. They didn't go through the Austin Powers warm liquid goo phase to bring him back. So my point is, here he is. He's thawed. He's crusty. He's confused. He's full of clay. Yep. So he walks over there, does the old Tom and Jerry into the rake, falls down, bumps into the dog. The dog licks his face. Then he starts doing funny stuff with the dog, you know, the hands on top of the hands, all that stuff, and connecting with the dog. Get out of here, dog, whatever. Gets up, and he's, and he's like, standing on top of this, like, mound in the backyard that looks over, like, all of Encino, and just stretches up. And, of course, he's offended by a helicopter helicopter that's going by. He starts yelling at it, and, and, and then it goes away. <laughs> you, you hear the sound get louder, and then it, then it leaves. He thinks he's scared it off. Yeah. So, then he walks around a little bit and finds a shovel. He's got the shovel. He jumps up, and he attacks the mailman, who just leaves the package on the shovel. He's like, okay, gets it, looks at it, shakes it around a little bit, and pulls off the twine. Throws away the package. Keep the twine. <laughs> Keep the twine. So much like a kid, you know. I, and I love this. It's it's almost like a very much like a like a child. Mr. Bean type thing where right. they're, like they're they don't know anything but they're here they're thrown into the situation they're they're older but they just don't get it and I will say nobody else but Brendan Fraser could have played this part not this way not at all then the, then the trash guy pulls up well he's over there trying to drink drink because he's thirsty he's drinking out of the gutter like he's... literally drinking out of the gutter and there's like a wiffle ball rolling by and he stops and looks at it, he's like what <laughs> and he like, keeps drinking then he's like oh this water's garbage and just like spits, spits it, it out. Back out I'm like a caveman is not trusting this water I'm like that's the cleanest water he's probably ever seen probably but yet whatever it, it didn't taste good he gets the car exhaust right in his face starts coughing it's just like it's him witnessing our everyday life and being like oh oh this is horrible like wow and it's true it is 
then the garbage truck shows up and it, and they obviously put animal sounds over it but it sounded like a mastodon which you could see how the sounds of the of a garbage truck could sound like that so when they put the actual like elephant sounds there it right. matched up to a point where you're like okay i can believe that right and mm-hmm. then you hear like you know cheetahs and stuff like that but the whole point he starts smacking it with the shovel and then throws the shovel throws the shovel and runs away goes into the house steps on the remote and the terminator is immediately on tv the i'll i'll be back scene no i thought it was i'll return no that is just a real bad (laughs) uh, impression it was a i'll be back (laughs) i'll return soon um so it's that, and he te- checks us again. It's MTV. I forgot what the name of the band was. It was something stupid. But it's like some metal bands on on MTV. He's like, oh, 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 like kind of like half headbanging, getting into it. Then he steps on it again, and it's like these aborigines dancing. Um, so he starts copying them. So he's doing like this dance just like them because they look like him because they're all painted up and wearing loincloths. And he's like, yeah, I get this. So they come home. And Dave's just like freaking out. He's like, he melted. He's gone. Um, that's ridiculous. Goes upstairs, you know, into or goes into the house. Smoke detector's going off. Where is he? He's or like, what is this? They go in there. He's in the bedroom. Okay. Trying to make fire. Trying to make fire out of an old chair. <laughs> so he's building a fire the way that we saw him building a fire in the beginning. Right. You know, basically stick in his in between two hands with Probably. it on the bottom. He's rubbing them together. And, you know, trying to set the fire. And it's starting. It's, it's creating smoke. It just hasn't, like, puffed yet. And so he smells them <laughs> as they're about to come in because they're like, we got to go in there. He smells them, turns around, freaks out. And I, I love Sean Eston's, like, innocent response. Hi, we're from Encino. It's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. <laughs> <laughs> And he, he's like, it's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. And Sony comes in, and we hope you don't gnaw on our beaks. <laughs> <laughs> so they're, they're like, they're calming him down. He's cool. He's like, okay, he's getting there. Then the phone rings. He freaks out. Ah, 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 whatever. And then as he's over there, they grab the phone. He jumps up on the bed, and he's having a blast. He's bouncing on the bed like a like a five year old who just discovered that the bed was bouncy. Yep. He's jumping around all over the place. Like I think he's good. He's calming down. He's calming down. And then the phone. The, the busy signal on the phone eh, goes eh, off. Eh, 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 eh. Ah! Jumps up, goes to attack them, and out of nowhere, Stony, Stony pulls up lighter. pulls up a lighter and puts it in his face, and he is mesmerized. The look on his face here was priceless amazing uh it was priceless it was so funny because he's just like ooh, and he would move the flame and he would just keep ooh, and it, when it went out he's like oh, ah put it back on like he's smacking it but then he's he gets control and learns how to do it they teach him how to do it and he no and he goes whoa and he <laughs> and does then, he does he that does so well Brendan Fraser does those sounds and those oh 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 oh, oh, oh. like that Tim Allen Tim Allen (laughs) you know he does it so well that even when he's learning how to talk 
he still has that grunt yeah when he's talking Joey. yeah dave <laughs> dave dave <laughs> but as you go up when he's playing with the lighter i love it where he's like he's like oh he lights it then he slowly lets it down he goes oh <laughs> And they're, and they're laughing at him because he knows he's being funny. And it's just, it's funny that he's like, he's showing humor right then and there. We're like, okay, this guy's a guy. He's a dude. He's he's a kid. He's basically, he's a teenager. Right. Um, so he's like, yeah, he's great, but he's so greasy. So they're going to teach, he's like, yeah, let's teach him how to wheeze. He's like, no, dude, we're going to keep him under wraps. You know, like they're going to find him. They're going to take him away. They're going to dissect him, cut him into little pieces and this and that. He's like, no, like, we're, let's let's get him. Let's get him straightened out and we'll pretend that this isn't a thing. So they go into the whole I'm too sexy montage. And they're giving him a bath. They're giving him a bath. But, the, him a but the funny thing is they go grab soap and they're like, no soap. They grab every chemical they can find under the sink and just pour it all in the tub yeah, and use mouth it. Mouthwash. <laughs> mouthwash. Um, Johnson and Johnson's baby shampoo <laughs> was in there, I believe. Um, Which why there's no baby in the house? <laughs> no. Um, it's funny because it even ties into at the very end when they go over his file for school and he's mm-hmm. been like flea dipped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I don't get here too is when they're like one of the original electric toothbrushes they use here, um, but his teeth after one brushing of his teeth are like pearly white. Well, it's because it's, they they he. He had a really good diet. It was a paleo diet. <laughs> right? But his teeth were like literally brown, almost black when they came out. And then he gets one, one good brushing and they're pearly white. Sometimes it's all you need. I, he never brushed his life. Four out of five dentists approve. So mm-hmm. <laughs> he clearly wasn't using Headley and Weish, the British toothpaste. Do you know that? No, you don't. We'll show that. <laughs> it's the only toothpaste we ever used. Um, and it tastes great okay, on a. Kane. It tastes great on a cracker. Say that one more time, Mister Kane. <laughs> it's the only toothpaste we ever used. No, that's more like Dick Van Dyke. Michael Kane. That's totally Ma- Michael Kane. Yeah, Michael Kane. Michael Kane. <laughs> <laughs> What I don't get is a taste great on a cracker. <laughs> <laughs> they give him a professional haircut, mm-hmm. professional cleaning. I love when they drain the tub. <laughs> it's so grimy. It was just... The cat in the hat should have showed up to help him get rid of that. <laughs> Along with the kitchen. <laughs> so. And this is the part they're going through it, and they're, there's all chemicals in the tub. Um, he starts drinking pre-shave. <laughs> and I love it. And it shows it. Then it cuts something else. And then it cuts back again, where he's like, ah, 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 ah. "This is disgusting," <laughs> spitting it all out. Um, and they go into this whole thing, where it's like, "Okay," so he's like, they're showing him in the mirror, right? And they're looking at it, and he sees himself, and he's like, "Whoa!" Like freaking out. And he checks behind the door, looking behind it, and he's like. He's like, dude, he is buff. Can you say buff? Buff? Bu- buff? He's like, oh, that's good. You even paused, too. That's good. Like, it's just, it's Polly Shore basically giving away what he is. He's just a joke. He's, he's telling us who he is. Right. Um, what should we call him? 
How about Axel? Yeah, you just have to do an Axel Rose impression. It's like, no, no, no. It's like, he's like, we basically have the missing link here. Okay, we'll call him Link. That's it. Only if I can call him Linkage. He's like, he's like, but I can, he's like, can I, I was thinking we could call him Stony Number Two because he's from the Stone Age and he's got my due. It's like, no. He's like, okay, well, whatever. Can we call him Linkage? All right, cool. I'll call him Linkage. But, um, he starts, he's like, let's see how smart he is. They start doing the thumb trick, you know, breaking off the thumb and stuff like that. Freaks him out. They start going over names. And he's just like, okay, I'm Dave. Dave, you are Link. And he's like, Dave, Dave. Like, he's getting it wrong. He's like pointing to himself. You are who? That's Stony. Stony. you know. And finally he goes through the whole thing. He's like, you are... Dave. Ah! He's like, no, 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 no. Ah, you, you can tell he's getting, like, upset. You know, because he's trying to learn. He's like, you are... And he goes, buff. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. And all of a sudden, you hear the horn beep. First of all, who comes and beeps horns when they're coming home? Quick, hide whatever you're doing, kids. Again, airheads for parents. Right. The horns beep and squeak. It's your parents. It's my parents. Ah! <laughs> the, the quick cuts. You know, very Sam Raimi with the cut, cut, cut. And the kitchen is... A disaster. A disaster. Like a disaster. <laughs> a complete disaster. So his excuse that he comes up with is, I was, I was trying to cook dinner. <laughs> what have you done to my kitchen? Uh, I, was, I was making you dinner. Mom, yeah, great. So then he goes off and is like, who's this weird man ringing my doorbell? Oh, you don't remember this. It's Linkovich. Linkovich Chomosky. <laughs> and he's like, so From he goes Estonia. to this, Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Like, you don't remember this? Like, nobody listens to anything I ever say. And he was good. He was he was lying really well here. Really well. He's like, he's like I can't believe nobody ever listens to me in this house. Like, His sister it, like, caught on, though. Oh, yeah. She's like, are you guys really buying this? Yeah. But he comes off, and at one point, he's just like, he came all the way here from, from what? He looks over at, from, from to Estonia. He's like, I don't know, Estonia? <laughs> he's like, Estonia! Exactly. Like, yeah. I love that. He's like, and why is he out there attacking the dog? He's not attacking the dog. He's bonding. He's, he's got the, <laughs> the dog, dog on his shoulders. It almost reminds me of that scene in Ace Ventura where he's got the guy on his shoulders. Lana. <laughs> but he's just dancing around with the dog. And he's like, okay. So he basically convinces his parents it's totally normal and totally cool. And this guy is a foreign exchange student that they agree to let live there. Well, his mom wasn't catching on. But then his dad's like, oh, I, I think I remember something back then. Remember? Then she, and then he got his wife to actually buy into it. And like, oh, okay. Of course, they missed all of the clay drawings all over the walls, right. all over the doors, mm -hmm. the mess throughout the entire house. Right on the door. Like, right on, right on the glass door right there next to him. No one cared. But whatever. It's like, it's like on the... The French doors at the very end of the movie when she pops up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> he goes back upstairs, get him in pajamas, Betty Betty Nugs. Okay, well, that's all we gotta know is a basically Gazagas. Um, so they go to high school. <laughs> so they're like, we're gonna take you to high school. They take another picture of him. So they've been documenting this with Polaroids this entire time. Polaroids oh, were just were like brand new, big, like oh check it out, Polaroids at this time. Oh, so the so Polaroid. cool. They go to high school. Interesting thing here. Twice in this movie you see Rose McGowan. 
Early Rose McGowan, like young Rose McGowan. No way. Yeah, she was one of the girls who first saw him walk in. It was two girls, and they were hanging out really? to it together, and they're like, oh my god, look at that guy. And she must have been like legit, probably like 18. Really? Younger. I, I didn't recognize yeah. her. So, and I, I think of that, I'm like, what else was she in that's connected? Oh, Monkey Bone. She and Brendan Fraser were in Monkey Bone together. Machete. Brendan Fraser? No, Rose McGowan. Well, yeah, I know. She'd been in a Charmed. bunch. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it was a decent show for what it was. The new one's dumb. For what it was? Yeah, it was up there with like Angel. And yeah. it was in the same category as Angel and Buffy and it was all There's been a bunch of witches. And a couple demons. Uh-huh. And an angel. Mm. Not angel. So what? anyway. He's going around, he's he's checking stuff out. He does this acrobatics thing where he jumps off the balcony. And just lands and like, hey, how's your melon, bud? Yeah, not just jumps off a balcony. He does a handstand on yeah. it, two, uh-huh. three stories up. Yeah. And then falls down on his feet. Yep. And then starts doing backflips down the hallway. Not yet. Very shortly after. That's in the woolly bully scene. Mm-hmm. So, runs over there. Beelines for the smell that he's tracking, and it's Ella, the Robin Tooney character. <laughs> he talks to her. Excuse me, excuse me. Then she realizes, like, oh, he's cute. Hello, and she's cool about it. And they're talking. And Ella is good friends with Robin, the character Robin, not to be confused with the actress Robin, who is the other girl, not Robin. And the one um, that Dave likes. Yes. So. They're talking. Oh, who's your friend? Oh, he's from Estonia, blah, blah, blah. Gazagas. Ah. <laughs> he goes after Robin. She's like, um. <laughs> so that kind of cuts. They talk about this. They talk whatever. Moving on. Okay. They go into the they go into the the classroom, and he's doing caveman, like straight up ca- caveman drawings on the blackboard. Here's this. Here's my arrow. My arrow goes over here to kill this animal. Okay, like straight up caveman drawings of what he does, and that's that. He draws the male part. Each of the female just, parts. He's just you see that you see him holding the bow, and yeah. he just draws a line. <laughs> and the woman he's is like, just like a body with. <laughs> and with each drawing, it's like he's like. Ugh, ugh. Uh, and he's on the line to the when he's killing the boar, whatever he's shooting at. He's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so he's getting into it. You get introduced to these these uh, what would you call these white boy rappers? Is there a term for them? Uh, An appropriate term? <laughs> the ones in the hallway? Yeah. <laughs> Malibu's most wanted. All right. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> so there's posers. that we get we get these posers introduced here and they're interesting and they're like okay that's okay here's him then they go over to the spanish class they go over the cheese is old and moldy moldy and where is the bathroom you only do things <laughs> um, he learns those are the first two things i ever learned in spanish because of this movie and uh i mean sanitario i mean albano uh, sanitario uh, uh, oh, like no, a very Nick. proper way but. I know one thing is Spanish, and that's no hablo español. Mm-hmm. See, si. because everyone thinks I speak Spanish, and I don't. Well, you don't. It's just you're you're brown. Thanks. 
<laughs> I mean, I thought I had like, you know, olive skin, you know, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm kind of dark for a white guy, but no, no, you're just straight up Caucasian. Yes. <laughs> white. <laughs> so where's the bathroom? Ella invites Link over to Blades, which is like this place to go to. And he's just repeating things. He's, he's a parrot here. Right. Come to Blades tonight? Blades tonight. <laughs> what I love about this is you take any of these coming-of-age movies, which this is obviously a coming-of-age movie. Coming of current, not Stone Age. Right. Yeah. Um, and you look at all these movies, and there was always this one random spot that everyone hangs out at. And then growing up, no one ever hung out there. Like in Karate Kid, you had them go to the to the amusement park. Like going they be like going to Canopy Lake around here. You don't just go and hang out at Canopy Lake. You and do if you have money. It, he didn't have money though. Yeah. In this movie, it's an ice rink. You don't just go to an ice rink and all the cool guys and the cool people hang out and just chill out in an ice skating rink. When I was a kid, it was, you went rollerblading at the roller rinks. Skate World. Everybody went to Skate World. That's what I heard. I mean, I wasn't a skater. So. Ice, you go to an ice skating rink now, unless there's a practice going on, nobody's there. Um, Ernie's and Power Rangers, right? What's the place I used to go to in Power Rangers? Like, after school, they were always at this, like, tiki bar. <laughs> Juice bar. Anyway, she invites him out to Blades. And then we get one of my favorite things. Kashmir and Raji. <laughs> Eric Avari. Yes! Eric yes. Avari. Nicodemus himself is hanging out with, are you not sorry for what you've done to my cake? Or, um, I mean, this guy, I've seen him, uh, Jerry Jerry Bedknob. Um, he's been in a bunch of other stuff. He was in 40-Year-Old Virgin. He, 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 he was he, the, the Santa. The what? <laughs> <laughs> what? In 40 year, have you seen 40-Year-Old Virgin? Yes. So him and the, the other guy. Um, Paul Rudd, Seth Paul Rogen. Paul Rudd, not Steve Carell. Seth Rogen. Not Seth Rogen. Um, then you had the other guy that worked. Oh, in... oh, the, uh, the African-American gentleman. Yes. <laughs> they would call each other the N word, but he was a, he was, they called him the sand N word. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's what he was known as in that movie. <laughs> it's hard to describe that movie without using vulgar language. We don't talk about that movie. Anyway. These two characters are introduced here, and I, and it's funny because you get the two of them arguing over how long it should take for a burrito to cook in the microwave. One, one and a half, half minutes. One and a half minute. Two minutes. Two minutes. <laughs> one and a half minute. No, it's one and a half minute. Two minute. So as they're arguing, Stoney is teaching Link all the different food groups. Oh, yes. <laughs> There's four major food groups. <laughs> <laughs> First... You have, uh, what was it? The fruit, because he's holding a banana, and he goes, that's not one of... Oh, yeah. First, he's holding a banana, and he's, he goes, that's not one of the food groups. So he throws it away. So he walks over, 
And he goes to the first one. Oh, what was it? Sweet Tarts were the second one. Because that, that was the fruit group. The first one. Oh. You gotta help me out. Can't. You can't. I only fruit. The four major food groups in Encino Man. Uh, oh, first one was dairy. Oh, dairy group. The duds. first one was dairy. It was milk duds for the dairy group. Then and Link goes dairy group, and then they they grow they go down the aisle about this this giant candy aisle, and he picks up a thing of sweet tarts and he goes the fruit group, and then Link grabs like six of those, and goes. Uh, fruit group and then after that oh what were the other ones vegetable group which I didn't know what they actually pumpkin seeds was it pumpkin seeds I think so a couple bags of that yep and then the microwave goes off meat group meat group <laughs> and they go and they take some bite out of and he goes no no we have to share it so he cuts it breaks it in half he bites it and he goes oh I hate it when this happens icicle in the middle you know hot on the outside Icicle in the middle. And then you hear Nicodemus in the background go, Two, Two minute. minute. <laughs> Two minute. <laughs> <laughs> That's their only role in the entire movie. Not at all. It gets better. It gets better. So they go over to start to wheeze the juice. Oh, what I'm saying is this scene is their only... Well, yeah. Yeah. But it's perfect. I mean, it's it's their only role because, I mean, this is early in their careers no as far as that sense. No juice. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> so they go with, like, we're going to wheeze the juice. So he starts to explain, like, this is what puts this place on the map is the juice. We're going to wheeze the juice. And he goes, no, Mr. Stone, you don't wheeze the juice. And he goes, we're just going to wheeze a little juice. No wheezing the juice. <laughs> Eric Avari, no wheezing the juice. <laughs> it's so much funnier now, knowing him as Nicodemus, to see him in this. Because when, when I first saw him as Nicodemus, this is all I thought of. And But to see it again, like right in front of my face, I can't stop laughing. It's just, it's too funny. So he's over there, <laughs> wheezing the juice. He's like, no, man. He's like, just chill. And the other one, no, but chill. No butts chill. <laughs> so. Oh, it was beautiful. So Stoney's over there trying to wheeze the juice after he said no. He's like, wheeze the juice. No, no wheezing the juice. He goes into it again. No butts chill. No butts chill. They kick him out. Get out of here. Get out of this place. He gets his brain freeze. He comes he back leaves. in and says, I'll be back. With the sunglasses. With the glasses on. And... and when he says that, all you hear is, no buts chill, <laughs> again. <laughs> so, anyway, Stoney and, and, Stoney and Link go off on their adventure to Mega Mountain. So you have this whole Stone Cold Crazy second Queen song that they play as, as they're having this whole, like, adventure there. They're hanging out with girls, they're, they're beating up mascots, they're, no, just having a grand old time. Roller coaster rides. Oh, yeah. So after all this goes on, they're riding back on the moped and they go see Dave and he's freaking out like a worried mother. Oh my God. Do you know how worried I've been? 
He's like, dude, it's okay. We were hanging out at the mountain. They're riding the vapor in reverse. Oh, really? They are? Oh, cool. Like, he just totally, no matter how mad he was, he's like, oh, they are? Just change, right? <laughs> well, Instantaneously. I loved it because it just it just showed the whole, like, although he's, like, uptight and nervous and stuff like that, he's still from California. Oh, really? Right. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah, I love it. Um, I thought it was good. But they go in there. Let's hang out. Hey, don't do that again. That's messed up. So they're sitting around about to have dinner, right? <laughs> and Dave's mom sees the necklace hanging around Link's neck, and he goes, oh, that's a lovely necklace. Is it's it so old? beautiful. Is it old? <laughs> and Stoney just, like, chokes on his, <laughs> on his drink. It's so perfect. And Stoney looks over at, at Dave's dad and says, you know what? I'm just, thanks for letting me eat here, man. Uh, you know, Mr. Um, Mr. Morgan, it's so awesome. It's like I just I'm I'm waiting for like you know I just can't wait for the day where your daughter and I can be married and we can be related. <laughs> He's like, yeah, um, counting the days. And he stops and says the greatest line, which I had to I had to go back again because I always thought this line was amazing. He goes, "Hey man," is like Mr. Morgan, if you're edged because I'm wheezing on your grindage, just chill. If I had the whole Brady Bunch thing happen at my pad, I'd go grind over there. So don't tax my gig so hardcore, Cruster. <laughs> English, Stanley. English. <laughs> I mean, the line is so... Like, I get what he's saying. Right. Because the first thing he's asked, like, how's your mother? Uh, not good. Right, you know, basically, he basically if, says, "If I had a thing like this, I'd be over there, not over here." Yeah, he he just basically said, "Yeah, that that's it." It's like my 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 family life stinks. You guys have been so kind to have me here, so you know I hope you understand my situation. But it, it came off as, "If you're edged because I'm wheezing on your grind, it's just chill." Like it's just, <laughs> and I get it all. It all makes sense. It's like say it's an like, entire sentence using it's, slang. It's like pigeon English. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. It's so funny. Um, I don't know if you know, like Melissa, she likes to read the pigeon pigeon English version of of the Bible on the Bible app. There is one on there. Really, it's actually really funny. Uh-huh. Check it out when you get a chance. <laughs> so that's hilarious. Anyway, and then Julia, he's like, "Pass the peas." <laughs> Will you pass the peas? And he just gives him this bowl of peas because mm-hmm. they're eating. It. He just goes from one sentence that makes it makes total sense, but it doesn't make sense. So then he's he somehow turns on being normal every once in a while in this mm-hmm. movie, and it's he is actually really good at at doing that. Right, right. Like when he wa- like when he wants to be serious, his his slang and how he talks goes away. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's just normal. Yep. So. <laughs> he's over there um th- there's the whole at one point link starts getting distracted by a fly that's oh. flying around the room now it's funny because i never i guess i never knew the whole song you know shoe fly don't bother me because yeah. you belong to somebody no i always thought it was because you belong to my friend link <laughs> <laughs> so whenever i heard my kids singing it i was like no that's not the words it's because you belong to my friend link i love how <laughs> everyone's eating and all of a sudden, he sees this fly, and no one looks at 
at Stony because he just starts quietly singing, "Shoe fly, don't bother me." me. Shoe fly, don't bother me. And he's going on, and Link is up walking around, chasing the fly. And it's just, and then all of a sudden he takes both hands and goes, catches it right in front of his face. Yep. And then huh. brings it to his mouth and goes, pops it right into his mouth and eats it. And then Polly Shore goes, meat group. Meat group. <laughs> <laughs> So they're already like, oh, that's ridiculous. Then then, then Link gets more enticed by uh, the dog food in the bowl, pushes the dog out of the way and starts eating the dog food, which makes the dad just like want to vomit in the seat. Yeah. And this bowl that's probably worth who knows how <laughs> much money bowl. is used as a dog bowl. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. We get over to them to go into Blades. And I love the song that they play. Oh, you're invited, but your friends can't come. <laughs> Which is so perfect because she invited Link and not them, and they show up anyway. Um, so they're over there, and you got these two skateboarders. One of which, oh my god, what's his name? Needle Nose, Nose Goblin. Um, oh man, what's, his, what's the guy's name? I swear I'm not too far off with what his name is. Um... No, Jack Noseworthy. <laughs> Pretty close, right? Needle Nose, Nose Goblin. I knew it was Nose something. <laughs> Sorry, Jack. Um, I, I've known, I've seen him in a few other things. Um, I think of the movie Idle Hands. He was the guy with the, with the truck. That was it, an awful movie. I know, but he was the guy with the truck. Um, but he's, he's one of these skateboarding guys. And they're over there, so these two boarders try to embarrass Dave, and they kick a skateboard under his feet as he's, like, about to walk by, and he goes all the way down the stairs and bumps right into Robin. Okay. And they're like, mission successful. Oh, yeah. Like, stupid. Like, these characters came out of nowhere. I, as a kid, confused them for the two rapper kids, the two posers. Well, yeah, because so did I. Um, but it's funny what they did. They took two random people, two or three random people throughout the entire movie, I'm just gonna, and they just... Profiled, yeah. Like they profiled the two, they profiled the, the Spanish guys in the club, they profiled the skateboarders, they profiled the the, the white Asian guys kid. that are rappers. Mm -hmm. uh, so they're profiling everybody throughout this entire movie. Oh yeah, it's great. Oh yeah, it's it, and they do it and they don't like they don't focus on it. It's no. just it's one of those backgrounds just to give you the 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 setting around them. Yeah, yeah. So because those guys typically wouldn't even be invited to the cool place to hang out no they either. were just kind of there they just probably because crashed they were there. The, the place right right so they're there uh robin and dave are having their conversation he goes don't forget we've been naked together pulls out like an old baby photo of them where she's she's in the tub and he's hanging out there and she she like immediately freaks out like have you shown this to anybody like okay thanks thanks for giving me this he's like yeah that's your copy you keep it whatever and it's i it's creepy it's creepy it's weird I'm trying to figure out what's going on here, like, who Robin is. Like, sh I'm still not getting a sense at this point who this character is. Now, I'm, I'm pretending I'm going into this blind. Like, I know where who she is, I know what she's doing, but if you're watching it, you still don't really get a sense of who she is. She's the girl next door, without being the girl next door. Right. So, as Ella starts coming on to Link... You know, I know you get a girlfriend in Estonia, and he's like drawing with ketchup and mustard so, all over the so glass. So let's, pa let's pause here for a minute. Okay. Ella, I remember her in the craft. Mm hmm. 
What else did she play on? Because I can... Vertical Limit. Um, she was the sister and ver- she was his sister in Vertical Limit. Yeah, she was in like End of Days or something. Yeah, and or... I just watched that movie too. Yeah, like, two months ago. What End of Days? No, Vertical Limit. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a good movie. She's been in a bunch of stuff. She's actually she's, she's been a, in a lot. She's a good actress. Yeah, she is. I just seeing her here, I was like, she's so she's young. so younger. Yeah, so much younger here. Yep. So, um. She, he's over there drawing with ketchup and mustard on the glass. And she's like, is that your girl from, from Estonia? Oh, do you miss her? Well, I'm right here. And she's gone. Long-distance relationships never work out. And then he gets totally distracted by the sound of Radmobile, which is some Sega arcade game. You know it's Sega because on like from the rearview mirror of this car, fake car, is Sonic the Hedgehog just kind of like dangling back and forth, which I never noticed before. I thought that was kind of cool. I, I didn't see that part. Yeah, just a but little, it does little say, you can see that You can see the Sega logo it on, Sega. The, on yeah. it, too. So, it's one of those, you actually I mean, Sega drive the car. On. Yeah, so this is an old arcade game. You're driving it around. and Which I, he's really good at. Well, not in the beginning. He's pretty bad at it here, but they get into it later. So Matt, uh, so Dave is trying to talk to Robin, and she's basically, what was it he said? This is I didn't I didn't even think about writing it down, but he basically says, "You just think I'm bad for your your act," and she goes, "And you think that I'm good for yours, basically." And you start to get a sense of who Robin is, but then you start questioning. Like at this point, you question why is she with Matt? You know, like why is she with him? Right. But we see clearly it's not a real thing. She's not really with him. I mean, well, yeah, but they're dating, but they're not. Yeah, she's doing it just for appearance, just as because much as... of whatever. So Matt starts roughing, roughing Dave up on the ice, and then <laughs> Link comes out there, spouting out the only few words he knows: "Weasel the juice, whatever." Like just like total garbage because he knows no words, right? And then Matt turns around and goes. Hey, like his his weird, goofy, like I'm so cool. Hey, like shush, like weird thing that he keeps doing. You want a piece of me? And he comes up with this line that's just like I'll never forget it. But it's just it's so stupid. I don't know you. I don't like you. But as of now, I'm all over you. <laughs> Punches him right in the face, like square in the jaw. And Link just like takes it, doesn't move. And, and you got the two skateboard kids. He just new, took it. He's like, the new kid, he took it. Whoa. <laughs> like in unison. And, you know, they're like, okay, let's just get out of here. Robin's like, Matt, I- I'm done with this. Takes his ring, tosses it back onto the ice. Because he's a jerk. And she knows he's a jerk and she doesn't care. And she's like, whatever, get out of here. So they get to the point where they realize, you know what? Link needs to defend himself. Why? Well, because we need him to defend himself because, you know, for our popularity. Again, Dave is just being totally self-centered this entire time. Yep. But still, there is a a valid point to, you know, he should learn to defend himself. Well, maybe he's a pacifist. A pacifist caveman? Okay, yeah, whatever. But the thing is, he doesn't know how to fight. He doesn't know how to fight. How is he surviving? I don't know. He's not fighting other people. Just animals okay whatever so they go into this whole montage the uh, the i'm gonna knock you out montage you know where they're watching wrestling videos martial arts videos boxing videos um they go to crack the eggs out he eats the shell instead i love that it's hilarious <laughs> you know now the interesting thing 
When you watched this movie, what did you watch it on? Did you like get it from Amazon or something? Amazon. Okay. Now there's a scene there where there's there he's wrestling. He picks up Stony and spins him around and then drops him on the ground. Yep. Did Stony say anything? I heard grunt like oh. That's all you heard. Yeah. Now I watched this on DVD and I swear, I want to say. There's a line that I didn't hear in this that I remember being in the original. It might have been in the VHS, but not in the DVD. Why they would cut it out, I have no idea. But when he throws him, I thought I heard him go, Ow, my pancreas! I think he does say that. When? I'm going to look it up. You can yeah, but I, I, like, I didn't hear him say it when I watched it this time. And it just, it just, I heard like a grunt and that was it. And I'm like... What happened to Ah oh, My Pancreas? I remember that being really funny. You're just like, Ah oh, My Pancreas. <laughs> so, anyway, there's that. I just thought that was strange that it was missing. Um, you know what? You know what? He probably did say it. The TV I was watching it on, I think, has a busted speaker. That makes sense. It probably was there. Just cut it. Just missing. Um... Okay, that makes me feel a little bit better. They didn't just cut it out for no reason. But yeah, this TV down here, I think has, I think it only has one speaker. I don't, I don't generally use it unless I'm doing quick, you know, um, notes and stuff like that. Anyway, so they cut back to school. So immediately after that montage, they go into another montage. There's no break. They went from a montage to another montage. Now it's the Wooly Bully montage. You ready for this? Yes. So, looking it up on Amazon. Uh huh. The very so I just Googled yep out my pancreas and Cino man. Very first review. <laughs> One star review. Uh-huh. In the original cut during the montage where they're watching boxing, wrestling, and martial arts videos, Link picks up stone because I remember this part. Yeah. So I don't know if I'm remembering it from just watching it or just from watching it so many times. Link picks up Stony, spins him around, and throws him. Culminating with the line, Ow! My pancreas! The last part was cut out of the DVD release. Wow! Why? On the DVD, this scene now ends as soon as Link picks up Stony. Then it immediately cuts to the schoolyard. They cut out eight seconds. Not to mention one of the most memorable lines for no good reason. Right. Okay. But I so wonder, it's not, so if, it's it's, not a busted I wonder <laughs> if it's on the Amazon... Maybe. But that's weird. And it's funny that I remember it. it. It's funny that I actually remember it, because I haven't watched it on VHS in, in forever. Right. I remember, oh, my pancreas. <laughs> it's a stupid line, but it's funny. But I'm glad you pulled that up, because that's, like, why? Why do you think, listeners? Why? Why? Like, there's no reason for it. No. I kind of want to see if it's... Was pancreas offensive? I don't know. In like 2001, when they released it on DVD. I don't know. Whatever. Keep talking. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna. I'm gonna keep doing some. So while the, we're talking, yeah. I'm gonna keep doing some diving. Into so they this. go into the. They go into this other montage immediately afterwards, and they go into a frog and a Bunsen burner. Um, they're making pottery. He's he getting better at Radmobile. There's computer artwork he's doing. He's making friends everywhere, basically, at this point. All his artwork is the same. Oh, yeah. And how he does this with this mouse, mm -hmm. he barely moves, mm -hmm. is phenomenal. Well, that's why they're they're thinking it's great. 
but the whole that, that and this is the scene where he does the back flips through the hall and they're trying to yes. catch up to him and stuff like that um so then they end up going to um they're out there and they're walking around and the kid comes up to him the little asian kid comes up to him he's like oh after careful consideration we want to bring you into our club we think you'd be a valuable asset and then you get the two little posers coming and be like oh you're a club you're a club and they're making fun of him and they walk off and he's like get over here and you see that link is not like he's not just like falling into fame he's still being true to himself like this guy's nice to me i like this guy they're being a jerk regardless of whether i think they're you know my friends or not they're being jerks you're my friend Okay, takes him under his arm and they walk off. So then later on, they go to the early man exhibit at the local museum, right? And the teachers, the same teacher who was going over Krog Magnum Man before, he's talking about how, you know, if the caveman was right next to you on a, on a train today, you wouldn't even know the difference, which is, you know, okay, pretty funny right there. Because he's right out. there in the He's crowd. right there with them. So he starts seeing bones and ribs and skulls and all these different skeletons of different creatures. And he's he's cracking. He's losing his mind. You know, because he's realizing at this point that everything he knew is dead. It's all gone. Like, he he's understanding where he is, why he's there. And we go back to the teacher who's um, who's talking about the saber-toothed cat. And he's like, oh, and these would make, you know, uh, it would be a, uh, any caveman would be a delicious meal for these cats. And you hear, ah, well, there's one right now. Right. And it's it's Link just freaking out. Because he sees. Because, he, yeah, he's seeing all this stuff. Um, so we go over to this habitat, basically, this place where, What? Yeah. So I forgot, just trying to watch this one scene, uh-huh. when he's doing the fighting montage, yeah. when he tries to break the board, he actually yeah. breaks the board over, over his Dave's head. head. Yeah, yeah, instead. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay, see? It is in there. Yeah, they totally cut that whole thing out. Only out of the DVD, though. That's so interesting. Yeah, and they showed it from the window, not just inside the house. Right. They did cut that whole thing out. <clears throat> Interesting. That's that's so sad. Yeah. Why? Because I'm like I I remember hearing it because it's one of those oh, lines pancreas. where it's like it's in the <laughs> mi- it stands out so much that you're like that's first so you, funny. First you go, did I hear him actually say that? Yeah. And then you rewind it like, yeah, he he said it. Oh yeah, I totally said it. But I thought that out of the DVD, they, they, they took it out of the DVD. That's weird. Eight seconds. Why? If anyone knows why, three things. We want to know three things. Why the eight seconds was taken out of this movie. Where Falcon's wings came from. (laughs) And how the heck Wolverine got his claws back. Those three things. How did he get his adamantium claws back? (laughs) And why people are threatening people online. And who does number two work for? Number two. Number two. Who does number two work for? <laughs> That's right, buddy. You show that turd who's boss. Anyway. Um. <laughs> the, 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 the two most common things talked about in every podcast. Where the Falcon's wings came from. <laughs> and 
how Wolverine's claws well, came back. I just want to know. It doesn't make any sense. It's a good thing I got this adamantium. Just make give us a line. A single line. I'm going to get all Jerry, Jerry Seinfeld. They're like, I just want a line. Somebody please just tell me. Just give me a line so I get it. I just want to know. Come on, please. Anyway, um, so we get back over to Link, who's sitting in this, this habitat, trying to make a fire. And he's he's scared. He's freaking he's re- out. He's reverting back. Yeah, and he's and he's like, but he's just losing his mind because it's not so much reverting, but he's just, he he didn't really grow. He was just kind of put in a new situation. He's learning things, but here he's just freaking out because it's like everything he knew is gone. Right. His life is gone, and he wants to do something that he knows and he understands, which is let me light a fire out here in the in the whatever, and he's understanding it's all gone. His life is his life is basically extinct. And at that point, Matt comes by and sees them come up to him. He's like, we're family, we're family. Matt sees them from the behind. He's like, okay, something's up with this guy. The fact that Matt th- goes to maybe he's a caveman or maybe like, oh, whatever. He, he starts to understand some stuff. Right. Here. Okay. That doesn't really mean anything. The fact that he looks further is kind of out there. But again, this is a comedy movie. Trolls, get over it. Right. So. How he finds the information so quickly, so easily. Yeah, too. that's what's ridiculous. But anyway, uh, you get that Dave is just trying to use Link, you know. Um, that's That's been the whole thing here. Um, but then we get into this whole parallel parking. Oh, yeah. So the, the driving school thing. Robin comes up and oh. she's like, she talks to the driver's instructor. And she's like, I'm not really understanding. She's like, why are you back again? He goes, she's like, I, I just don't understand that whole paralleling par- parallel parking thing. He's like, wait, wait, hold on. P- this guy's a jerk. But I, I think he's great. His lines were actually fantastic. He goes, parallel parking is not a thing. It's not a feeling. It's not a state of mind or one of your disco dances. Like, first of all, Disco, how old is this guy? He's not that old. Disco is his time, you know? So he's over there, um, and Link runs in. He's like, Chamosky, ooh, 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 me. Ah." (laughs) He's like, okay, yeah, great. He's like, and shoot your barber. (laughs) He gets in the car, and they look out and see Link getting in the car. He jumps on the roof, spins around, dances for half a second before he jumps in. They go, Radmobile! Because they know that he's going to drive like it's a video game. And I love the teacher who goes, boys, boys. And everybody gets out, class, class. <laughs> As they're all like freaking out, looking out the window. So the car is about to get off. They go run up and chase chase him, jump in through the windows as it's about to drive. And as they're going, Link is going like full pedal to the metal right into the building. They grab the wheel and yank it. To which turns the car... Onto two wheels. Turns the car to a complete 90-degree uh, angle and on two wheels. They spend the next, like, two minutes driving on two wheels <laughs> through the school. There's a teacher, you pull that car over, young man! <laughs> which is odd, because we never saw this teacher before, so I'm surprised they, they used that line and had him like that. But anyway... Um, they go through, they're driving through town, they're driving through intersections, <laughs> they drive past his mother and sister. Well, they drive through the intersection. At that point, Dave gets into the car, doesn't realize that Robin's in it. And he's oh, like, hey, oh, Robin. hey, Robin. Hi, and they Dave. Go, intersection. Ah! Yeah. And they go through the intersection. Yeah. Which, that reminds me of <clears throat> Dumb and Dumber, when he goes through the intersection. 
<laughs> and he's really driving, he's driving about, a limousine. Mary. He's just talking through. <laughs> yeah, there's really nothing to worry about, Mary. Chances are, statistics prove that you're most likely to get killed on the way to the airport than actually in the plane and itself. You see explosions <laughs> going on. He goes, shouldn't you look that way? Oh yeah, good thinking. A lot of bad drivers out there. <laughs> <laughs> and then oh the teacher, my god! That same teacher is like. So they go through it, and he's like, he's like, and then so he's he's telling the the um the cop the, cop, the whole like situation. He's like so then suddenly, bam! The car's up on two wheels. I never seen anything like it. I, I don't teach that in my class, you know. And then he's like, okay, yep, whatever. He's like we'll go through this, and he goes, you don't have to write that I left the keys in the ignition, do you? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they go ahead and stop. They they end up at this club, uh, the, uh, El Crib, <laughs> creative <laughs> El Crib. <laughs> so they get in there, and Stony immediately like hooks up with these Mexican guys. One Where's of them, the worm? The worm's there. <laughs> the, the worm's right there. I say, I'm not a worm. I'm a weasel. You want to be a man, weasel? He's like, drink like a man. He's like, I'm almost there. Yeah, I got, I got some a, chest hair. I got like some hairs on my patch right there. <laughs> yeah, but so they go through the whole thing and he's doing tequila shots. What I want to know is why nobody bothered to check any of these kids' ideas. Well, I think that was the whole point. It was a Mexican bar over in Encino. Nobody seemed to care. When the cops showed up, everybody bailed. They That's knew. Right. They knew. They bailed. knew that things were not on the level. We're going to get busted. You, you are, are busted. busted. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes through that. Link's drinking some hot salsa. Okay, they have a good they have a good time. But the thing here is like Robin's having fun and dancing, and Link's fit dancing. And Dave's like, I'm not really a dancer. She goes, Dave, you need to lighten up and just dance. You just need to be yourself and stop pretending. This is when everyone learns to line dance, and they all know. No, the th- same. no, this is when they're conga lining. Conga, this this is right. not yeah. line dancing. No. That's a um, prom. You're right. That's a prom. So at this point, Matt and his boys, this little, this little lackeys, they're <laughs> dumber than him. And it's funny because the, the the jock is smarter than them. So the, they they start searching Link's records in the school and they find a dog license. He's like, "What do you think this means?" And he goes, "It's not his license. It's not his." And he's like, "Uh huh." Right. Like you guys are stupid. <laughs> this. <laughs> vaccinations it's like flea dipped (laughs) distempered (laughs) they basically took the dogs um dog's name was what brutus or something it was like a really dumb name for a dog didn't match the dog brutus they took his record and they put it in there and (laughs) dropped it in the file like here's his physical um which anyway which nobody caught no um so they have their conga line over there and then, oh yeah, so the guy, the the uh, Mexican there, um, he comes up and and Link was like dancing with his girl. He goes, "Did you guys not hear me? I said that anybody, if anybody dances with my muchacha, I was gonna kill them." And Link, the guy's saying this all in Spanish, so Link just recognizes it in Spanish and goes, "The cheese is old and moldy. Where is the bathroom?" In Spanish, and the guy just laughs because he thinks he's just ripping on her. He goes, "You're right. She's not worth it." She's not worth it, Holmes. Well, that's, that's because you skipped the part where she's just chilling out oh, yeah, on yeah, well, the bar. It's not necessary. And Link, and he goes, grabs oh, her Betty. and dances her. Yeah. <laughs> Sees her and he pulls Picks her, her up and dances. Yeah. He dances with her. Yeah. And of course, Link has 
like doesn't care. No, he's nothing holding him back. No reserves. He well, he doesn't. No he's, not even, he's not even thinking about anything no. either. He's well, just, he wasn't involved in that conversation. So he saw somebody dancing. He's or somebody just sitting there. He's like, let's dance. Right. Yeah. But the guy bumped in. How there he we go. ended up on the light fixture, I haven't figured out yet. Well, he jumped up and he was swinging from it. He's tall. <laughs> anyway, cops show up, and and they're like, they're everyone's the Ziggy Marley looking died. Please, have us long. And they all like just run out. The entire place clears out except for Link and Dave. Right. And Dave is trying to get Link off a of chandelier. <laughs> and he's like, dude, we're going to get busted. And the mm. cop is standing like two feet away from him. <laughs> you, you are, are busted. busted. Okay. So. Um, Fingerprint time. So, yeah, they get busted. Fingerprints, all that stuff. Matt is over there trying to talk to um, trying to talk to Rob. It's like, oh, we're going to prom, right? She's like, no, you're just like everyone else. All you care about is what people think. She's like, I want to go to prom with somebody who's really cool and not afraid of being himself and having fun. He's like, who's cooler than me? You know, it, it, he, he, this guy, the, the, the actor himself reminds me of Matt LeBlanc big time. That's what he always kind of reminded me of. Really? Yeah. They kind of have that same type of, you know, whatever. Like I could see Matt LeBlanc playing this character if he was younger. How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> Joey doesn't share food. Um, so anyway, they're in prison. They're in jail at this point. He gets one phone call and he spends this one phone call to call Robin. And she's just like, she's just Matt. Oh, hello, whatever. And she's like, oh, my God, are you guys OK? Did you get away? No, we're in prison. Hey, I'm just using my one single phone call. This is a little messed up. Little. I'm using my one single phone call to, to call you and to ask prom. you to prom. Please right. just say yes. And she's like, no, no. I want to go with Link. I get the point, but still, I'm like, he just called. He just uses one phone call to call you, and you're like, eh, whatever. How would he get out? Who bailed him out? Again, his parents are like, oh, here you go, son. <laughs> right. Whatever. Okay, okay. Whatever. We didn't hear anything. What I love here. Use your use your phone call to call the person who's gonna bail you out, not to call a person who's gonna dump to not go to prom with you. What I love here is Link still knows enough that once the phone is hung up. It's a payphone. So he pushes <laughs> so he the, the button. And he gets, and gets the dime the back. <laughs> was it a dime? No, it was a quarterback. It was a dime. Was, was it? It was a dime. Oh, man. Anyway. So I thought he was going to use it for Radmobile, so I figured it was a quarter. So anyway, I don't remember phones being less than a quarter. I remember them a quarter. I remember them going to 50 cents and me being like, are you kidding me? 50, oh, 35. They went to 35. 35 cents, but it was a dime for a while. Uh, anyway. It's your dime. Anyway, so... She basically says she wants to go to prom with Link. Um, and at this point, Dave just tries to send Link away. Because he's just like, this isn't working out for me. You get right. out of here. So he gives him a handful of quarters for Radmobile. For Radmobile. A backpack full of whatever, some snacks and some stuff and a skateboard. And says, okay, see you later. Brings him out. Stoney follows him all the way out there. And he's now, like, this Dude, is a question. Does his moped change? No. Different colors throughout the movie? No, I don't think so. Why? Was it brown? It was purple at one time. Yeah. I thought it was different color. It was, he it, might have painted I, it, yeah. I think it was different. It was like a tie-dye at one point. It was yeah. tie-dye at one point. Or he has multiple of them. He probably just keeps painting it because he's stony. Yeah, a little this, a little that, whatever. <laughs> Change up his stuff. But um, So we get this whole thing where Stony comes up there follows him he's like dude call him back call them back and he's like you're the one who wheezed off his gig because you thought he'd get you somewhere and you realize that stoney actually really cares you know he's saying he's like you know and he's you talking didn't do normal this. here yeah 
And, and he's like, well, he said he wheezed off his gig, but still, like, but he's, he, he but he's speaking. He doesn't say it in his, right, in, in his in his vernacular. He he's going he's going he's going like Jim Carrey serious here. Right. Yeah. Which makes it's I think Jim Carrey serious should be a term we use, <laughs> like where Jim Carrey goes into like I'm sick of tired of having nobody. That line in Dumb and Dumber that's like way out of place for that movie. Yeah. Where he goes into this like I'm sick I'm I'm tired of eking my way through life. It's like oh my god like he's he's getting real here, you know. And and it gets serious and he gives him a hug and he, okay that's enough, you know. And they cut right. to Temptations anyway. Like, can a guy like you and a girl like me <laughs> end up together? <laughs> So you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> I desperately want to make love to it. <laughs> I'm sorry. That movie is just so well-written. I know people hate me for loving Dumb and Dumber. I just I just think it's such a well-written movie. I love the lines you... are so bass-ackwards that they're perfect, but they're they're creative beyond. Even when, even when he's dreaming, he's daydreaming about meeting her parents. <laughs> so I say, do you love me? And she says, no, but that's a really nice ski mask. <laughs> what and is that joke? Everyone starts laughing, and he lights the lighter. <laughs> <laughs> and he's actually thinking that they're going to enjoy this. Yeah, but they did. They did. No, they didn't. No, they did. In the dream? Oh, in the dream they did, yes. Yeah. So I'm saying he's thinking that they're going to actually enjoy this kind of conversation, that her parents oh, would enjoy yeah, this yeah, conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we go through it um, here where they're, they're having, okay, back to serious. Oh, geez, we talked about Jim Carrey serious and you go into like Jim Carrey ridiculous. Anyway. You brought up Jim Carrey serious I know in that. Dumb and Dumber. I know, but you, but you can't bring up Dumb and Dumber without. We're talking about a serious part of the movie, okay? Van Damme it for a second. Okay? Fine. Van Damme it. Fine. So, <laughs> so Stoney's getting this very serious, serious situation here. Why and he's so basically, serious? so then so then Dave comes back. He's like, you let me do all the dirty work while you came along for the ride. And he goes, those are the desperate words of a loser. Like, he's just being, like, at this point, like, divisive. They're done. They get into this huge fight, starts punching each other, slapping each other, throwing each other around, whatever. And Link runs over there, throws down his stuff, and breaks them up. And basically just holds them together and says, you two were a family. Wipes need- off the blood from his face and then wipes it on, on off of um, well, you know, Stoney's well, face. You know, and- he, he wipes the blood off and he shows it to him and says, look what you, like, basically, look what you did. And then wipes it on And then Dave he wipes Sheriff's. it on him. <laughs> yeah. But that's the whole point. Is like He's like, we don't do this. This is not how it goes. So they make up. They're okay. They're cool. Let's get him ready for the prom. So they go back home. Stoney's, uh, or sorry, um, Dave is getting linked ready, Link ready to go. Robin shows up. Dave's not going anywhere. He's grounded. Plus, he all uh, he's just like, you know what, whatever. I'm just getting over this. You just go ahead and go. I'm not going to fight for this. Whatever. So Stoney and Dave hang out by the pool, by the pool, quote unquote. While Matt and the boys break into the house to find some more dirt yeah. on Link. So this is kind of funny because we missed the part where it's it's pouring out. Oh yeah, it's raining the out. Sad scene. Yeah. And somehow this That's, one rain this one rainstorm is filling up the whole pool. Filled up <laughs> the entire pool. <laughs> well, it's just a it's a dirt hole. It's not even a pool. But it's a good five or six feet deep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it filled it up. Yeah. That would have been flooding conditions around here. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. No. No concern? It's California. 
I don't know what their weather's like. <laughs> How much did it rain last night? Six feet. Oh yeah, no, no, no big, big deal. <laughs> <laughs> well, it all it all ran into it. Yeah, I don't care. Whatever. So, uh, Matt and his boys find the Polaroids, showing basically caveman, ice cube, caveman, Link. I love how easy this was for him, because first he climbs through the exact window that's needed, Mm -hmm. right into Dave's room. Uh The funny part was, he falls onto the hammock that Link has been sleeping on. Yeah. Gets stuck in it. He gets stuck in it. He falls backward with his head stuck between stuck it. it. He gets stuck How again. How he did snap his neck is beyond me. But he gets up. While he's doing all this, he knocks a picture uh-huh. of Robin right. off of his desk. Mm-hmm. And inside the picture behind it happens to be the Polaroids. Of, yeah. It took no effort. No. No effort. No, it was ridiculous. <laughs> so the whole point is he finds this. And he his plan is to basically out him at that point. So Dave and Stoney, they they find out that they broke in because they're running out. They got the Polaroids. See you later, boys. We're gonna go out him. They chase him down. So he goes up on stage and as as Link is basically being voted prom king, and he's like he comes up to he's like, Wait, wait, shush. Hush, please. Goes do you the want to know thing. the truth? He's like, do you want to know what he really is? Like, totally ridiculous and dramatic. He's a caveman. And they all go, yeah! yeah. They, they all, all start, start cheering, cheering and them. whistling. And and at that point, um, Link pops back up after the whole thing and takes Matt out. He bows down. Picks him up <laughs> picks and him starts up, spinning him. Head, like, headbutts him like... Four times or something like yeah, tw- two or three times yeah and he's like Ugh. yeah he's so he's a little off and he picks up spins him around throws, throws him into this giant cake yep and then <laughs> stony comes, Stoney comes over and he goes hold on yep and he gets a uh a, um a ladle full of the fruit punch yeah pours it over his head and goes shush <laughs> <laughs> and then just waves at everybody like that was his moment of fame right there like Stony just had his moment so he's good so then they get into the feed the monkey now here's the coolest thing is this the band is called infectious grooves do you know who's in this band no rob trujillo the bassist from metallica was the bassist from this band oh really yeah and i'm looking at the pictures of this like is that rob trujillo yes Infectious Grooves. He is the bassist for this band. So this song features the the bassist for Metallica. <laughs> Just going boom 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 boom. He like to feed the monkey. So anyway, it's going on there. They're doing the monkey dance, and then they go into this like choreographed dance that they're yeah, all doing. Everyone knows. Well, so they start doing it, and you see Stony doing it, and then Dave's like, "Watch this," to Robin. Showing that he's going to dance. Ah, okay. He's breaking out of his shell. He's just being himself. He's hanging out with his boys. Okay. And the three of them are doing it. And the three of them are doing it. You can tell he's watching intently, and they're doing it pretty well. And then the whole place does it. Right. So they go into, like, a grease scene here. Now, I just thought that it was like, if you, if you follow the person in front of you, and they're following the person who's doing it, okay. If you're really good at being quick on your feet, sure. But in reality, this doesn't happen. But they're all doing it. It was a cool little dance, doing the monkey dance. Okay, I got it. Then it cuts back over to a pool party or 
quote unquote pool party hole in the backyard with a bunch of water in it party rain water yeah and rain water from one rainstorm not possible not now, scientifically possible another thing that we cut I out happen to agree with that guys <laughs> <laughs> one thing that we we skipped was as they were running away to go catch matt there was another earthquake yes yes so at this point while they're at the pool party we realize the other earthquake actually unearthed something else and dethawed something else. And thawed. Thawed, not dethawed. Yeah, dethawed would be freezing. Right. <laughs> and thawed some. Now, in this case, this actually thawed itself. Mm-hmm. I thought so. You thought so? I thought so. Where in the beginning, they thawed out Link. Who thawed this one out? So my thought is the rainwater was warmer than we thought. It's in California. And when the when the glacier came out, it was back in that pool. And the water that was, you know, maybe like roomish temperature thawed it out. Right. But she's also covered in clay like he was. Uh-huh. And? Waking up in rainwater would have washed most of that away. You would think... But she, that's why she wanted to finish up and get really clean and go upstairs and take a nice bath. So they found, they go up to the door and they see the, the handprints just like he had, except there were a couple of other prints <laughs> that are on there. Perfect circles. Circular, perfect circular prints with some smaller circles in the middle um, up against the glass showing, oh, this is a cave woman. Got it. Oh, it's it's his Betty Betty Nugs. Got it. So she's in the bath. He's, they he's run her. in there. Ah, ah, he ah, goes in the bathtub ah. with her. And then Polly Shore ah, <laughs> <laughs> laughing his butt off. It's your cave nug. You know, they hug, they dance, whatever, they get out, they dress her up and like Of course you know, she's like beautiful. Well, that's, yeah. So she comes out. They're there. Check out my clothes. Okay, we're cool. Smile, hug, kiss, and that's the end, right? No. So this is when we realize that the Polly Shore movies are not over. Because after this goes down, it goes down to this, this black scene. It shows Polly Shore pop in through a doorway with glasses and go, I'll be back. <laughs> and then walks off. And we're like, okay. This and then is the it beginning. says, the end. Yep. And then right below the words, the end, it says, buddy. Buddy. <laughs> B-U hyphen D. Yeah. <laughs> so this movie, now I wanted to talk about this movie because it's definitely a movie from my childhood and yep. it's definitely something that I don't think it's, it's talked about enough anymore. Like nobody even brings this movie up, but I, I've always loved it. I thought it was fun. It's definitely not. Um, not appropriate. Um, watching it through like this part, the stuff in here that I didn't even say the exact dialogues. I'm like, yeah, nothing. I'm gonna well, feel like saying lot, right there's now. There's a lot of innuendos in it. Oh yeah, the whole thing was innuendos and right. straight up like, okay, there's something happening here that's. But sexual. if it wasn't for this movie, these three characters wouldn't be as big as they are today. You don't think that Sean Astin would have been? I don't think he would have been. Okay, Brendan Fraser maybe. I don't. Um, I don't. Maybe, but I think this put him on the map. Well, no, no, I'm saying maybe, like, maybe, yes, I agree with you. Yeah, and it was one of Pauly um, Shore's first big movies, it too. It was his first movie. Right, so without this movie, mm-hmm. um, those three characters wouldn't be 
I don't think they'd be as big as they are today or mm. as they were. I mean, Sean Astin was around forever, though, before. His in mom was 90s, Patty Duke. In the 90s, he did a few things. He did Rudy. He did... He did... Goonies. Goonies. But he still... He did that movie with uh, Kevin Bacon as like a psycho Cub Scout leader. Yeah. Psycho Cub Scout leader. Oh, yeah, trying to kill them. It was nuts. Oh. It's a good movie. It was after Goonies. He had braces. Anyway. um, You think I remember a psycho Cub... Psycho psycho person with Kevin was uh, River Wild, which is a great movie. Yeah. Um... Was that not it? Was that the one with Meryl Streep and Kevin Bacon? Yeah, but that's also with Timmy from Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah, no, different one. Yeah, um, but Lord of the Rings is what is really what made Sean Astin bigger than he really is. Whitewater Summer, nineteen eighty-seven. Kevin or, Bacon and Sean Astin. Okay. Yeah, a shy boy who gets convinced by his parents to spend a few. Yeah, the whole thing is he goes out there and Kevin Bacon loses his mind and tries to kill the kids. Like it gets nuts. Yeah, I remember that. I, I got it confused with River Wild because it's called Whitewater Summer. Yeah, River Wild is a great movie, though. Unfortunately, things turn out to be a little tough. Too. Yeah, it gets it gets crazy. Kevin Bacon's a, like he's a he, he's I, I I keep my finger on it. Like, he's a good actor. He's not a good actor. He's weird actor. You see his butt in too much stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I I don't. I don't know how to put him. <laughs> he's pop. He's famous, but I don't know why. Yeah. He's not the best actor. Like, he played in, um, what was that thriller? Stir of Echoes. Yeah, there was that. Was he Hollow Man? Yeah, he was Hollow Man. Oh, that was a horrible movie, too. Mm-hmm. You see the new commercial where he talks about the visible cell phone visible for cell phones no he's like i'm kevin bacon from six degrees of me <laughs> <laughs> no i don't watch tv neither do i but it's on all like the hulu commercials and stuff oh i don't watch hulu commercials <laughs> he's like i leave the room i'm kevin bacon you know from six degrees of me, me. And i'm gonna go 12 degrees of me because if you bring a friend every month it's either 25 bucks a month for the for the service or if you bring a friend in and they sign up, it's five bucks a month. Uh-huh. So he's like, I'm going to bring 12 degrees of me. He's going to bring 12 friends at gotcha. once every yeah, month. Yeah. yeah. But I want to know how, why Kevin Bacon? I don't understand that. Why Kevin Bacon? Yeah, why is it six degrees or seven degrees of Kevin Bacon of all actors? No idea. But we can uh, we can get into the Kevin Bacon conundrum at some point yeah so you were saying about this was you talk about this movie because of what now well so i read somewhere i'm not sure how serious it is because we can always read these theories or um rumors rather of of things that are going to happen at some point but i heard somewhere when i read it that paulie shore and you know disney and all that stuff like they're talking about doing an encino man 2 what they would do, I have no idea. Like, what would the story even be? Maybe, like, he finds his dog and thaws it out. I, I don't know. Like, Did he what, have a dog? We didn't see it, but maybe there's more to it. I don't know. I'm just wondering where they would go with it. And if they did, 
Like, wh how would that be? Like, are they going to bring Sean Astin back? Is it going to be just Polly Shore? I don't know. But I, I heard Frazier. that I heard that there were talks about it being a real thing, and with them with them capitalizing on so many sequels now, like Hocus Pocus two and all that stuff, you know, Disney is really like looking into doing stuff like that. So they may do it for a Disney Plus release. So we'll see. So I, I figured why not talk about Encino Man just for fun, and you know, if there happens to be a sequel coming out, hey, it's relevant. If not, hey, it's just a childhood throwback for us. So, um, that's pretty much all I wanted to say about this. What do you think, Chuck? I, I love this movie. Yeah. Um, for me, like, like, just like for you, very much childhood, um, brings back memories of movies I used to watch back then. Mm. And it's crazy saying back then, cause I used to make fun of my parents for saying back then. Um, but just seeing all, like even the burrito scene where, you know, mm -hmm. how it just, I can, I can remember it like it was yesterday, taking that first bite out of a burrito from a microwave and it was steaming hot on the outside and ice cold in the middle. <laughs> um, so when they hit that, when they hit those, those culture items, those memories, it just, it triggers stuff. But the whole movie itself, they did the, it was well casted. Um, the 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 side actors that they used to profile people was perfectly done. Um, the comedy was funny. Nobody else but Polly Shore could have played his role. Nobody else but Brendan Fraser could have played his role. Um, anybody else could have played Sean Astin's role. Yeah, no offense. <laughs> um. But it was just, it was well written, it was well done. These people writing these stupid reviews. There, there were four one star reviews. Yeah, but. Four. The two that you read to me were outrageous. I know, they were ridiculous. Out, one guy saying that he would give up half his manhood over watching this movie again. <laughs> like, I, it's a, that's a little far. It's like, it's an hour and a half long movie. Yeah. It, if you don't like it that much and you watched it once, don't watch it again. <laughs> I recommend go watching the movie because it's hilarious. It's, yeah. If you if especially if you if you are with some friends and you just want to hang out and watch a good show or a good movie to just you know pass an hour and a half two hours of time and get a good laugh, this movie is well worth a good laugh. Mm -hmm. It's not serious. The the one one of the reviews was complaining about how it wasn't scientifically accurate. Nothing in this movie <laughs> is scientifically accurate. Um, I mean, all from him being frozen to him doing backflips off of a balcony to learning how to drive a car. All these things are all to eating frogs that have been sitting in formaldehyde for who knows how long <laughs> and not getting sick. Um, all of these things that are happening this week, it's, it's just, it's awesome humor, um, and it's a great laugh. So if you want a good laugh and have a good time, I recommend this movie. Yeah. I'd give it four out of five stars. You would? Uh, yeah, I would. Okay. Cool. Well, four and a half. Yeah. Well, we're not going to talk about the gray scale right now. The gray scale. That's, 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 that's a bad idea. That was a really bad idea. I talked to three other people who were like, oh, no, no, oh, you yeah. can't do that. Thanks, thanks bus driver. <laughs> so anyway, 
Um, yeah, I agree, Chuck. It's it's definitely um, a movie that I will I'll definitely watch again more times in my life. Uh, just just for nostalgia, um, the fact that they cut out the Al my pancreas, the eight seconds there, baffles me. The fact that I remember it is funny, um, because when would I have watched it where I would have seen it? Like recently, I don't watch even it on know. Amazon. It's in it's on Amazon. I, I guess so. But the thing is, I I didn't watch it on TV recently, and I I can't tell you the last time I pulled out the VHS and watched it. So the fact that I remember that after the like fact, twenty years, the fact okay. that you have VHS tapes and you have a VHS. That works. I've got three, actually. One of them is older than me. It's an old GE one, and it works. So you have more. VH- it's got manual tracking, but you have more VCRs in this house than I would say the entire southern part of the state. Baloney, grandparents, they still have VCRs. They don't use them, but they have them. Okay, I don't know anyone that does. Whatever. No. All right. All right. Well, good night, everybody. Have a great one, people.